0: Hello and welcome to Iden's Scary Stories. For those out there who work the night shift, have you ever seen or heard anything peculiar on your shifts? Things out of the ordinary? Something that doesn't quite fit into your regular routine? I do enjoy night shifts, working under the moonlight in solitude. If you was to work in a coffee shop, servicing all the travelers passing by to keep them awake in their nightly duties, how would you feel if your shift wasn't particularly busy? Would you be relieved? Because in one such case, sometimes it's better to be busy than to be alone. Now, today, I have one such story. A girl working the closing shift, all alone by herself. The girl had always been a little on edge when it came to closing up the coffee shop. Her co-workers had shared enough stories to make her skin cruel. Tales of break-ins and robberies. of Violent outbursts and menacing strangers lurking in the shadows. Even though she had never experienced anything truly dangerous herself, she couldn't help but feel like she was constantly on the brink of something dangerous although filled with long, endless hours that stretched out before her like a yawning abyss. She loved her job, she was a creature of habit, a slave to routine, and the little coffee shop she worked at was her sanctuary. She loved the smell of freshly brewed coffee that hung heavy in the air, the sound of the expresso machine humming like a contented cat, and the chatter of the regular customers as they came and went like the tides. She knew that she was one of the lucky ones, blessed with a job that brought her joy and contentment. She refused to let her fears get the best of her, to let the darkness consume her like a hungry beast. For in the end, It was her love of the little coffee shop that kept her going and gave her the strength to face the long lonely nights and the shadows that lay waiting in the alleys. As the night was drawing to an end, the nervousness started to seep in, palms sweaty and breath beginning to catch in her throat. She was dreading closing time It was a slow shift, there were no lively voices or bustling scenes, and by the time the last customer left, it was almost midnight. The girl was bone tired, her feet aching and her eyes heavy with exhaustion, but still, she soldiered on, determined to finish up her closing duties before she collapsed in a heap on the floor. First, she had to count the cash register. For every penny and dime, her fingers moving over the buttons with the precision of a surgeon, she couldn't afford to make a mistake. Not with the weight of her manager's disapproval on her shoulders and the night closing in around her. Next came the tedious task, Of wiping down the counters, each motion slow and deliberate, like she was in a trance. The cloth moved back and forth until her arms felt like they might fall off. She swept the floor with a movement born of desperation, as though the broom was a weapon to fend off the darkness and the unknown lurking just beyond the walls. And finally, she heaved the heavy trash bags out into the alley, her heart pounding in her chest like a drumbeat. It was a ritual, a dance she performed every night, a necessary evil to keep the little coffee shop running like clockwork. And even though she was always bone-tired and running on fumes by the end of the night, she couldn't imagine doing anything else. Couldn't imagine leaving this sanctuary and venturing out into the wide, terrifying world of white-collar suits and careers beyond. She was on the cusp of finishing when she heard a faint scratching noise like the sound of claws against wood, emanating from the door. The girl froze in her tracks, her heart thudding like a drum in her chest. Had she locked the door? Her mind raced with the possibilities. Had she left it unlocked? Had someone managed to break in? shaking hands and bated breath, she double-checked the lock, her fingers fumbling over the mechanism like a blind man trying to find his way. She tried to convince herself that it was just her imagination running wild, but it was nothing more than a stray animal or a branch brushing against the door. But the scratching persisted, growing louder and more insistent with each passing moment, a sense of panic washed over her, like a cold wave creeping up her spine. She tried to tell herself that she was being silly, that there was nothing to worry about, that it was just her overactive imagination playing tricks on her. But the feeling of dread only grew stronger, As she stood there, frozen in place, the scratching at the door grew more frenzied, as if whatever was outside was trying to claw its way inside. The girl felt a knot of fear tighten in her stomach, her mind racing with the possibilities of what could be waiting for her on the other side. With a deep breath, The girl turned towards the door, the hairs on the back of her neck standing on end. As she approached the entrance, she caught sight of a shadowy figure lurking on the other side. A man with his back turned to her, his features obscured by the darkness. Was simply just a customer who hadn't realized they were closed? Or something far more sinister? Something that had crept under the cover of night with malicious intent? The girl stepped back, her heart thudding in her chest like a jackhammer. Sorry, we're, we're closed, she called out her voice wavering with fear, but the man didn't respond. Instead, he merely stood, his long, dark coat billowing in the wind like the wings of a raven. For a moment, the two of them were frozen in a tense standoff, like two animals sizing each other up before a fight. The girl felt the weight of his gaze on her, like he was peering into her very soul. Then, with a suddenness that made her jump, the man turned and vanished into the darkness, leaving the girl alone. The girl slammed the door shut, her heart racing like a runaway train. She turned the key in the lock. The sound of the tumblers clicking into place, echoing like a gunshot in the silence. For a moment, she allowed herself to feel relieved. She had locked the door. He couldn't get in. But then, as she turned around, she saw him standing there, mere inches from her. His eyes were like black pits, devoid of any hint of humanity, as if the light that once shone within them had been snuffed out. They were the eyes of a predator, cold and calculating, like those of a shark lurking in the depths of the ocean. Oh, and his mouth, that twisted, grotesque grin that stretched from ear to ear seemed to mock her, to taunt her with its sheer depravity. It was as if he had ripped away the mask of civility that most people wore in their day-to-day lives, revealing the true, monstrous face that lay beneath. Her heart leapt into her throat as she fell back. How had he gotten in? Had she forgotten to lock the door? Had he somehow managed to pick the lock? No, he couldn't have. She had just locked it seconds ago. She was standing right there the whole time. She tried to scream to call for help, but she stood there like a lamb to the slaughter, choked off by the sheer terror that had taken hold of her. The man once again, merely stood, watching her with an inscrutable expression. The girl's instinct was to run, to flee from the danger that stood before her, but when she turned to grab the door handle, it wouldn't budge. She was trapped like a rat in a cage with no way out. Panic seized her, and her mind span with confusion. Of course she was trapped. She had locked the door. It didn't make sense. None of it made sense. The girl turned back around with haste, stealing herself for a fight knowing it was only the option she had left, a struggle that she knew she might not survive. But to her surprise, the man was gone. It vanished into thin air once more. She was alone, with the only sound of her own ragged breathing to keep her company. The coffee shop was eerily silent, as if the very air had been sucked out of the room. The girl's mind raced with possibilities. Had the man been a figment of her imagination, a trick of the light, or had he really been there, and if so, where had he gone? Her hand went into her pocket, where she kept a small can of pepper spray, a feeble weapon in the face of an unknown threat. But for now, all she could do was wait and pray that the man wouldn't come back. The girl's mind was in turmoil as she tried to make sense of what had just happened. Had she imagined the whole thing? Or had this man been real? A flesh and blood predator, who was still lurking in the shadows. Waiting for his moment to strike? She decided to stake it out. To wait for the man to come back, to see if she could catch him in the act. But hours passed, and the coffee shop remained quiet, and the only sound was the ticking of the clock on the wall. Each second passing felt like an eternity. As she waited, her mind began to wander, and memories of her dark past flooded back. Her mind had always been in a twisted knot of fear and uncertainty, like a dark forest with no clear path through. But it had happened, surely. She remembers it vividly. But then how had he gotten in? She couldn't make sense of it. Maybe it really was just in her head. A hallucination brought on by her psychosis. She had struggled with her mental health for years, and sometimes it was hard to tell what was real and what was not. The coffee shop was like a cage, trapping her in a web of anxiety and paranoia. She had to get out. She remembered the therapy sessions, the medication, the endless battle to keep her mind in check. She tried to focus on her surroundings, on the smell of the coffee, the hum of the espresso machine, the flickering of the fluorescent lights, but her mind kept wandering to the shadowy figure outside, to the cold breath on her neck, to the grotesque grin of a madman. She knew she had to act, to break free of the endless cycle of fear and doubt. It was then that she made a decision. She would not wait for the man to come back. She would not be a victim, trapped in her own fear and uncertainty. She would take control of the situation and find a way out. The girl got up and made her way to the back door. The door creaked open and a blast of cold air hit her face. She stepped out into the night the stars overhead, like pink pricks of light in the inky blackness, as she walked down the alley behind the coffee shop. The girl felt a sense of relief wash over her. The chill in the air woke her up, like a splash of water to the face. She looked back at the coffee shop, once her sanctuary, its windows now dark and ominous. It was like a monster waiting to consume her whole. At least she was free, she thought. But the further she walked, the further that feeling of relief seemed to be. She couldn't quite shake the feeling that she was being watched. That someone or something was following her. She quickened her pace her footsteps echoing off the brick walls on either side of her. Her heart was racing, and her mind was filled with images of the man in the long, dark coat. She was sure he was still out there, somewhere, waiting to pounce. But as she reached the end of the alley... She realized that she was alone. There was no one there. No sign of the man in the coat. Maybe he had been a figment of her imagination after all. The girl took a deep breath and looked up at the sky. The stars were still there, twinkling in the darkness like beacons of hope. She felt a sense of calm wash over her and she knew that she was going to be okay. But then, a low, menacing voice shattered the silence. I've been waiting for this night, the voice said, watching you, waiting for you to be alone. I've been following you for a long time, you know, watching you close up shop." watching you go about your life. The girl spun around, her heart racing in her chest. There, standing in the other end of the alley, was the man in the long, dark coat. He stepped forward into the light of a nearby street lamp, and the girl could see his face clearly for the first time. It was twisted with an unholy mix of desire and madness. I love you, the man said, his voice almost a whisper. I need you. You can't escape me. You're mine. The girl tried to run, but her legs wouldn't move. She was paralyzed with fear as the man closed the distance between them. He reached out to touch her, and the world went dark. When the girl opened her eyes, she was no longer in the alley. She was in a dark, windowless room, with no idea of how she had gotten there. The man was there with her, his eyes boring into her like drills was grinning from ear to ear, his teeth glinting in the dim light. You're mine now, he said. Forever. The girl screamed. But no one came to help her. She was trapped, alone with a madman who loved her too much. She knew that there was no escape, no way out. She was his, body and soul, forever. Ah, nothing like a nice romance story, bit of young love. Some say lust is one of the seven sins, but others disagree. Others believe you should take what's yours. Although I don't condone going around and collecting humans. Now I do hope that their story of love continues to prosper and grow. I'm sure she'll come around eventually. He means well. I mean, he loves her after all. What can you do, eh? Love truly makes us all blind. So, when you're working late, be nice. Take care of the people you work with. They just might be the only ones that save your life. Remember to lock the door. Remember, you can't always win. And Just because you think you have went through every precaution, every scenario in your head, You might think you know the answer. You might think you can escape. They do say everybody believes they're the hero of their own story. She truly believed that she got away. All a man ever wants is a girl, but men are devious creatures. We can be quite difficult to reason with sometimes, so if you do enjoy listening to these stories, Please give us a rating, please share it with your friends. If you know anyone that works late nights, maybe share this with them. It might be of a personal interest to them, and it also might be something to keep them company for the night. Maybe their silence can be filled with Iden's scary stories. That is it for now, bye bye.